0: If you think you have what it takes, hit us up at hoopball fantasy on Twitter or by emailing Team Hoopball at com. Again, that's at hoopball fantasy on Twitter or emailing Team Hoopball at com. The following is a hoopball presentation.
1: What's up, Grizz Nation, Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. It feels like it's been 12 years. In case you forgot who I am, I'm your host, David Williams, along with my co host,
0: the Sammy B, a.k.a. Sam Bruski. And welcome to the Hoop Ball Grizz.
1: Sam, how long has it been, man?
0: Forever and a day. A couple of days at least. Yeah.
1: It feels like six months, man. It's nuts. It been feels about like two months. Yeah. Yeah, all this COVID stuff has uh, really put a damper on any type of uh, well, Anything. not just basketball news, but any news really other than the, than COVID. So we're gonna come back. Uh, just really, we're we're gonna we don't have a whole lot of Grizzlies news today. There's not not a ton to talk about. They did reopen the facilities for voluntary practices. Uh, almost 2 weeks ago now it was on the 15th so uh, i guess it's just a little over a week they they opened the the practice facilities back up haven't really heard much of anything outside of the fact that they opened it up we did get news that we may have basketball in july but man it, it's there's no until it's officially official i'm not even going to touch it with a 10 foot pole honestly because we don't really know. There's n- not been an official NBA statement of this is the date that we're shooting for, and this is what we're gonna do. There's just been speculation, and so we'll just leave it at that. But what we're gonna talk about today, Sam, you know, you know what we're covering. I got nothing.
0: You've got nothing. Nothing. I'm just covering free agency and cap space and all that good jazz. We
1: are gonna talk about the current roster, the guys that are under contract, and the guys who. Will be free agents going into mm-hmm. next season, so the Grizzlies roster could look quite a bit different going into next year. Um, Josh Jackson is one of the guys that you know he produced. He was down with the G League for a long time, and there was a lot of a uh, lot of hype on Twitter for the Grizzlies front office to bring him up. He was doing well; he was killing it with the G League. You know, you look at stat lines, and it'd be. 18 and 12 and 28 and 11 and you know he was just filling up the the stat lines there and and making it clear that he was better than the competition you know when it comes to the g league and he deserved to be in the nba and he finally got the call injuries are really what done it for him there's a lot of uh, a lot of players went down and he came up and done well in his time so he's one guy for me, that, uh, that I'm really interested to see what this front office does. And also, the, with everything that's happening, what's the cap space going to be like? What's going to happen with that? The Grizzlies were setting on somewhere around $25 million thereabouts. thereabouts. They had some stuff with trades where it kind of shifted a little bit. But somewhere in that vicinity of cap space going into next season... But now, with all of this and not knowing exactly how next season's going to work out, is it going to be an 82-game season? Like, what is going to happen? Does this permanently shift the NBA schedule? There's a lot of unknown. But we're just going to start, you know, I threw Josh Jackson out there. I'm going to roll, I'm going to start with Gorgie. And we'll just, uh, we'll run down the roster and give you, you know, a little bit of back and forth and, and see what Sam thinks. And then we're going to, man, as much as I hate to do it, we're going to do a little bit of uh, speculation on what we think this roster is going to look like moving forward. So Gorgie is under contract for a little over $17 million next year. He's going to be there. I think that obviously he's going to play. He's going to be productive. At 30 years old, he's not long-term going to be a Grizzly. I think that they will look to move his contract come trade deadline next year, whether that is to get more assets or they're in the playoff race looking to get a veteran or get a piece that they're missing in order for a deeper playoff run. And I'm, I'm fine either way. Gorgie came over, and uh, he was looking good out there. I was worried a couple times I had him and JV out there at the same time, and that just felt super, super clunky. Gorgie is a good defender. Uh, JV is just not really fleet of foot. I, I love him. But, you know, if they're running a small lineup out there, he's not a guy that's going to keep up with. He's,
0: uh, he's in trouble. Yeah. <laughs> he's playing simple.
1: Yeah, for sure. So, Sam, what do you think with Gorgie? You think he uh, you think he sticks around as a Grizzly after next year?
0: Like what you were saying, when uh, he did well. He played he played really good. He'd step out and shoot the three. I was really impressed with that. Um, will they keep him? I don't know. That'd be uh, that'd be interesting to see, definitely. But would I? I would definitely keep him probably till he's a free agent after next year, right? Right. Yeah. yeah. The, so the
1: the twenty twenty one season, he's under contract, and after that, he's a free agent.
0: Uh, well, what I saw from him. I, I don't know. That's tough. That's tough. But, no, I was impressed with Gorgie. He's the oldest person on the team, though. He I is. I didn't, uh, yep. didn't know that till a few minutes ago. That's tough to say, but, yeah, what the heck. Yeah, I'd keep him. Yep.
1: Uh, I, yep. For me, it's a price thing, right? So, yep. you know, you're stacking young assets. You're, you're going to need guys on the team that can help execute and do the things that that you need in order to run out Taylor Jenkins' system. Gorgie was a good fit for that. And there are a lot of times that I like Gorgie over JV in the center spot because of his range. So, you know, JV shoots the three periodically, but he doesn't shoot it as well as Gorgie. And so Gorgie on the floor with guys like Tyus and Melton and Ja that are driving, he can spot up somewhere, and he can catch and shoot. So I do like that. I'm not saying long-term, obviously, I'm not taking Gory over JV. You know, JV's under contract. Don't you'd have be, to worry about you'd that. would be
0: silly if you did. But
1: I do, like, in certain situations, because I, I feel like – not that JV is a defensive liability by any stretch, but Gorgie is a better defender than JV just based off of speed alone. So, um, And then as we're talking about JV, that's a great transition. He's the next guy on yeah, my list. Yeah, yeah, And we don't really have to talk about him a whole lot. He is uh, He's under contract. He signed a three-year deal. So they've got him through the 2021-22 season. And um, I don't know, I don't see him moving. I think he's going to be yeah, there for the duration of that contract.
0: I don't think they'll trade. They'd be silly if they did. But you know, we've seen crazier things. So,
1: sure, man. Yeah, I mean, I don't. I think there's a handful of untouchable guys, and he is not one of them. Even though we like him, the wildebeest. If you got, if you've listened to the show, you know how much we like him.
0: He's okay. <laughs>
1: So, you know, obviously there's love from us for him, but he's just not one of the untouchables. So, moving on, Justice Winslow is the next guy on my list. How smart is this front office looking for that trade right there? You Obviously, you don't know what Justice is going to do. That's you what I was about You take a little bit of a, of a cap space hit, but Miami gets Iguodala, and it freed up cap space for them that they didn't get to use. They didn't, you know... So... The Grizzlies get Winslow... for a guy that was never even going to suit up for the Grizzlies. His role is something... As you look through this roster... So, outside of him, you take his name out of it... and we're going to... The list of guys that were in the rotation that will be back next year. Gorgie, JV, Kyle Anderson, Ja, Tyus, Jaron, Brandon, Grayson Allen, Dylan Brooks. That's 9 guys right there that were in the rotation and that does that list does not include Justice Winslow which is under contract and he will be there. It does not include Josh Jackson or De'Anthony Melton, both of which are free agents going into next season. You start to get kind of clogged. Not that I mean it's good to be deep; it's good to have depth. But with everybody healthy, where are the minutes going to go? And obviously, athletic. You know, Justice Winslow is one of the more athletic guys on the team. Moving forward, he's going to be in the rotation. He's more than likely going to be the starter. But then where does that fall for the rest of these guys? What happens with Josh Jackson? What happens with the Anthony Melton? Grayson Allen had the hip issue with all of this extra time off. That's given him time to recover. He, If the season does start back up, he's not coming back. But next season it's likely that he will be back and he's a guy that was getting plenty of minutes. It's just going to be, I don't know. It's a good problem to have, but watching it play out is something that will be fun as a, uh, as a Grizzlies fan, as somebody that is a content creator, the lineups and the rotations are definitely going to give us some content that we can talk about moving into next year. I don't know. The next guy on the list is Kyle Anderson, and Kyle's un, he's under contract the same as Justice and uh, JV. And this is a guy that was in the rotation that may see his minutes fall. And Kyle's not old. Kyle's twenty six, so he's like a an elder on the team if you want to call it that. But twenty six is not old by any stretch. I just don't know where his place is on this team moving forward. The thing that Memphis is lacking is shooters, and it seems like that's a revolving door. The core four trying to push for a championship, they needed a dynamic wing that could shoot the ball, didn't have it. This this squad right here, maybe Dylan Brooks is that guy, but what role does Kyle Anderson fill He's a playmaker. He's a rebounder. He does the little things that you need your bench, your role players to do. But does he do them well enough to keep him around over some of these other guys? Do you look to move Kyle Anderson to keep a Josh Jackson or DeAnthony Melton around? I would say so. I'm taking either one of those guys over Kyle Anderson, and it's not because I dislike Kyle Anderson.
0: He hates his guts. Don't let him lie. But
1: the the one thing that Kyle Anderson is like a a weak spot in his game is his jump shot.
0: That and he's hurt all the time.
1: You know he
0: not he all played, the time. He played quite but, a
1: few games this yeah, year. I don't. He didn't miss much.
0: Maybe I'm thinking last year then.
1: He yeah he did miss some last year, but this year he didn't miss a whole lot. He was there. He played – I don't have it here in front of me. Hold on. I can get it in front of me in just a second. I'll pull I'm it up. up right now. He played in 59 games this year. Trash. So, Should have been I mean, he was, he was healthy this
0: year. Yeah, that means – that is 63. That, he's played in 59. They had 63 games this year. So he only missed four. So hey, didn't that's not right? bad. Yeah, fairly, fairly healthy. Yes, like
1: I said I, I don't. I don't have a severe hate. I'm not in love with Kyle Anderson, but he for what you need, you, you have. You have Ja Morant and Tyus Jones, De'Anthony Melton. You have guys that are playmakers on the team, and he's another playmaker that can be on the floor with those guys. But he doesn't have. The one thing that I feel like the Grizzlies definitely need in that shooter is he just doesn't shoot the ball that well. Oh, so, anyway, he's there. He's going to be there. Is he one that they look to move? I don't. You know, I'm not he's sure. The second
0: longest tenured Grizzly, I think actually.
1: Yeah, yeah, I think it's uh, it's was it Dylan, Dylan, and, and then it's and Kyle. Kyle. Yep. All right, uh, moving on, Ja Morant. We don't even have to talk about yeah. Ja. You, you know that Ja is there. Tyus Jones, he's under contract through the 21 22 season. Josh Jackson is a free agent next year. So I'm going to go. I talked about him a little bit, but I'm going to go back into this. And, and Sam, I think you saw it some too. With the, the whole G League thing, there were some questions. About whether or not, like, how is Josh Jackson going to handle that when he had the interviews? When the media was asking Josh Jackson about the transition from G League to getting called up, and uh, the whole time he was in the G League, he's answering all of the questions right. The worry with Josh Jackson is the history of trouble, the Grizzlies have had a success story in Zebo. Zebo came over was troubled, it's a salary dump and he turns out to be a pillar that helps carry the franchise to the furthest point that they've been in the playoffs up until this point. So it's not out of the the, the realm of possibilities that you can take a guy that's troubled and turn them around outside of being late to a practice, there was no trouble with Josh Jackson in Memphis this year. So is he around the right guys? Do they have the right people that are going to keep Josh Jackson lined out and out of trouble? And are those mentors or the people that he met with the Grizzlies organization, is that enough for him to sign a contract or is he – upset because of the way that it was handled is he upset that he spent over half of the season in the G League the G League is not a rehabilitation and so he's down there and he's spending a ton of time down there how's he really feel about that and you're not gonna know you're not gonna know for sure I feel like he knows that okay you know I've made mistakes and I have to keep this together, I have to make the right decisions, I have to be a professional, if I say the wrong things, I may not get another chance. Talent will get you a long way, and it will afford you a lot of opportunities, but even some of the most talent outside of basketball, look in football, Antonio Brown you can argue that he's one of the best receivers to ever play the game. He's a fantastic receiver, but he's a head case. He can't keep it together. And even with all of that talent, he may have ran out of opportunities in the NFL. And maybe this is where Josh Jackson is. Maybe he is, okay, you know, I've made some mistakes. I've been a bonehead. I'm going to keep this together. I'm going to play this the right way and continue to get an opportunity rather than take a chance of ruining it. And obviously there's not been any, any type of front office people that are like, you know, we're not going to take a chance on Josh. That, that's None of that has been said. But you got to think that, you know, hey, if he screws up one more time, who's going to take a chance on him? Who's going to take the risk of, okay, we're going to pay this guy millions of dollars, but he may go out and completely donk this all up. I hope that he sticks around in Memphis. I really do. I think that he is a great fit for the team. The chemistry, it seemed like, honestly, when he first got called up, you know, it's kind of like it took him a couple games to get his legs under him. But it it seemed like he had been playing with them all season. There was not a lot of times when they were really – Just kind of, there was nothing that I saw watching the games where Josh Jackson just looked like he was completely out of sync with the team. He, you know, jumped in and just hit in stride and took off from there. Sam, what do you, what's your opinion on Josh Jackson?
0: I think, I think that he will probably re-sign with Memphis because. He will probably, like what you were saying. he'll probably look like you know this team they let me play some other teams probably other teams probably won't let me not that they won't let him but I don't I don't see many other teams actually signing him because they think he's trouble.
1: I'm not a hundred percent sure. I think he's productive. I feel like there may be teams that would look at him, not even maybe. there's definitely teams out there they're gonna look at what he done in the G League and with the Grizzlies when he got called up and say okay this kid was a he was a a lottery pick because of his talent because of his athleticism okay let's take a chance on him let's see what's going to happen but let's say let, let's say that there's that Josh Jackson wants to stay in Memphis okay
0: i think there's some loyalty there cuz they actually took a chance, let him play, so on.
1: Yeah. Let's say that. What is your price on Josh Jackson? What do you say, okay, how much money are you willing to put out there? What are you going to offer? What kind of contract are you
0: okay with given Josh Jackson? No more than 7 million.
1: You looking long term or are you talking like a 2-year deal?
0: 2-year deal. Let's say I don't I don't know. That's where I would leave it until I knew for sure.
1: About $7 million a year? Yeah. I, I mean, I don't have an issue with that. I I don't know what Josh is going to – I don't know how much he's going to be looking that's for. That's
0: a safe bet right there. That way you're not losing If you losing get the much.
1: upside, that's a steal. Mm-hmm. But but the risk it's risk for how much risk are you willing to take? seven million is it is hmm. seven million gonna keep him in Memphis, or is another team willing hey bye i I will give you I'll give you eleven million
0: bye <laughs> see you later, yeah, I just I, saved seven million dollars. Have a good day bye
1: okay. So you saved 7000000 million. I'll put you on the spot. And Sam didn't have any time to prepare for this, so I'm None making it tough on him.
0: whatsoever.
1: This question right here, he's really going to have to do some digging. What other players are you going to get at $7 million that will give you production, even what Josh Jackson was giving you whenever he got called up? Because Kyle Anderson is making $9 million a year.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And his rebound and assist numbers, like his assist numbers were better. His rebounds were about the same, but Josh is going to score a lot more efficiently than Kyle Anderson. So let's see. Kyle Anderson was averaging six points, two assists and four rebounds. And let's see what Josh was throwing up while he was there. Josh played 18 games and he was 10 points, two assists and three rebounds. That's 9 million dollars a year. You're paying Kyle Anderson 9 million. Mm-hmm. If I'm Josh Jackson and I'm looking at production, hey man, you know Kyle Anderson's getting this.
0: I feel like that I'm I'm going to produce at least what he's producing. You're a troublemaker. Troublemakers don't get 9 million. No, get out of here. I'm checking. Get out of here. Let's. That's what I'm saying, right? No, I get it. So
1: the the risk versus the reward. If you're if you're the Grizzlies, what's your line? What you you know? And you said seven million, and that's fine. I'm not. I'm not gonna say that that's not enough. I don't know. I don't know what my line is. I think that for, I'd say ten million a year, max. Yeah. You know, I, w- I would offer him, I would, s- if I was offering him a contract, I'd say two years.
0: Because he's not going to start.
1: Right around probably $15 million for the two years. Mm-hmm.
0: That's
1: With good. a team option for the third. And you can put incentives in there to where he can make more money. You know, if you get X, Y, Z, you make more money. But I don't know what price, like, where does it price him out? Where is, okay, I'm no longer going to offer you this money. Anyway, we've been about 10 minutes on Josh. We're, we'll move on. But it's <laughs> he he's definitely one that I want to see stick around. And I'll, I'll eat crow here because at the beginning of the season, when there were guys on Twitter that were gassing him up and called, hey, bring him up, bring him up, I wasn't ready for it. I wasn't He either. done nothing in Phoenix that impressed me. And with the troubled background, I'm like, why? Why bring him up? Why take a chance? And then he just kept chugging along and doing the right thing over and over again when he was playing in South Haven. So kudos to Josh Jackson. Glad he finally got the call up. Glad he was playing well. Hope it works out well for him, whether he's a grizzly or he goes elsewhere. Good luck.
0: Wish you the best.
1: Uh Jaron's under contract. Don't have to worry about him. We know what he's doing. Marco is under contract. <laughs> but he did not pan out. He just it's like he could not get the speed of the game. There's not much of a cap hit there. So, I don't know if because of his pay, if that'll kind of put him in a safe zone. But there's also the draft, you know, that you have let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. 10, 11, 12. So, you got your 15 man roster right here in Gory Zhang, JV, Justice, Kyle, Ja. Tyus, Josh, Jaron, Marco, Brandon, Grayson, Dylan, D'Anthony, Jontae Porter, Conchar, and Yuta. On top of those 15 players, you still have the draft. The Grizzlies are not keeping their first-round pick. It's going to go to Boston. There's no doubt about it. It's going to Boston this year. Do they make trades? Do they move stuff to get more draft picks? What happens? Don't know. You got free agents we we talked about Josh Jackson. Marco's not a free agent. He may be one that they're just like, ah, we've got the cap space. We're just gonna eat this money.
0: Yeah, keep him on. Good riddance. Yeah, maybe. Oh, okay. Oh, well, they, just, and they may, they may keep him. Say, on. I, they, I figure they just keep but him on a, for the time at a, a, a two
1: point two point seven million dollars, they can tell him, you know, they can cut him, hit the road, yeah, Scrooge. and and be fine. Brandon Clark's under contract. Grayson Allen's under contract. Don't see any, like, obviously there's been different trade rumors that I think it's just fluff. I really don't think that there's any kind of, honestly, like a real market to move Brandon Clark. I don't know why there would be.
0: But. I haven't even heard any of that. They're talking about trading Brandon Clark. The,
1: so it's not been front office. It's well, just no. been stuff that – so the – there's been a couple different times that I've seen the Grizzlies are a Bradley Bill or a Devin Booker or a Zach Levine away from being a legitimate contender.
0: I'd be okay with Bradley Bill, I'm just saying.
1: Okay. So we can we can theory craft here, man. We could spit wad. We're spitballing it. That's what we're doing right here. If they're a Bradley Bill away, what pieces are you giving up to get Bradley Beal?
0: They'd have to give up. Something. And if
1: you're if you're giving up those pieces, then, then are Bradley you really Bill just a Bradley Beal away? Or do you make that trade and now you're Bradley Beal? And now, holy crap, we've got a hole in our lineup because we gave all this up to get Bradley yeah. Beal. Now we're not just a Bradley Beal away because we now got you're him. Brandon Clark away. <laughs> now, now, now you know we're a, a solid bench player. Yeah. You know, and, and it's. Where's it at?
0: They got to get somebody in free agency. You know, like that, I, that, that is...
1: Here's my thoughts on it. It's a young team. Let it develop. Yeah. Let the team develop. Well, you saw what they did this I year. Sa- I said earlier in the season, this dynamic wing that can create their own shot and shoot the three... Is already on the team. He's already there. Let's see they just signed him. He was the next one on the list. Dylan Brooks just signed a three year deal. Dylan. Let's see what he can do. Let's see if Dylan Brooks is gonna be your dynamic wing. Be he can guy. he can get to the basket. He show like his finishing is mediocre. He needs to strengthen that up, but he's not scared to attack. And I like that about him. He worked, He He's an excellent defender. I think that's just going to get better. And, and you know, Tony Allen is around the team more. I don't know how much he's going to be with the big club, but you get guys like Ja and Dylan around Tony Allen and they pick stuff, off, pick stuff up off of him. You may see a vast improvement in those guys defensively. And Dylan Brooks already works his butt off on the defensive end. So why give up a Brandon Clark and or a, like you know you're not just going to get Brandon Clark and a couple draft picks and get Bradley Beal. It's that's not happening. You're giving up a couple young pieces yeah. and draft picks for a Bradley Beal. And and we're just we're just saying Bradley Beal because Sam likes Brad I not just saying we both like I like Bradley Beal. But when you're getting a guy, when you're getting a Bradley Bill, a Devin Booker, a Zach Levine, you are you can get Levine cheaper than either of those two. I was about two. To say,
0: Levine would be the one to go for if you're looking cheaper. You, you could
1: definitely get him cheaper. But if you're lining them up, I'm taking the other two guys over Levine all day long. No doubt. So, But, it, you know, like price-wise, building a team, yeah, maybe Levine's the option. And that's... Guys, we don't know. We like this is just you've not seen anything or heard anything from any of the reporters for the Grizzlies or anything like that indicating that they're looking to move Brandon Clark. This is just
0: people talking. Well, people be crazy?
1: Uh, Grayson Allen is he's still under contract through the 2021 22 season.
0: Not much to say about him.
1: Yeah, De'Anthony Melton is a free agent, and man, Mister Do Something,
0: Mister Do Something, go if, Brevin.
1: If I only have if so, out of the two guys that we've talked about that are that are free agents, and that is Josh Jackson and De'Anthony Melton, the Grizzlies got the cap space to retain both of these guys. They can. If I have to pick one of the two. I'm taking D'Anthony Melton.
0: That's what I was about to say, too. Yeah. I Absolutely. Say and that's,
1: if you watched any Grizzlies games at all, you know why I'm saying that. hmm D'Anthony Melton is the type of player. You have to have a player like this on your team if you're going to win a championship.
0: The only per- the only person in the world that th- doesn't think that he's any good was the guy that was sitting two rows behind us the one game one game that he didn't debut. It was two or three games and he came off the bench. He's like, Oh my god, number zero sucks. He's trash I think it's what he isn't he zero. Yeah, he's yeah, zero. That's what I thought. And
1: I, I think it was a little bit further. He had been playing for a little bit. Uh,
0: it was. It wasn't too long. It wasn't yeah. too. It I mean, wasn't it was too long like into his, the season. His first ten games, probably. But, yeah, I remember it was. But, it was, and I remember because yeah. he was doing well and he was having one bad game or so. He actually wasn't even doing that bad, but he turned the ball over. Some. He made oh my one God, bad play. You <laughs> your trash. Get out! that was awful. I was just. Yeah, I want to turn around, and slap that. guy. I'm like, still not
1: one hundred percent sure that that guy wasn't just completely trashed but he could have been well he's trash anyway like I said I'm I'm taking if I have to choose between the two if okay I've got this money and I have to pick between these two guys I'm taking Melton
0: you go with for sure. Josh Jackson or Mr. Do Something I take Mr. Do Something
1: Yep, nope. he the chemistry with him and Tyus and Ja and just the way that they play together I love it, it was taking nasty all day long those guys are uh they're doing well, and he, you know, he's he's 21 years old, man. He fits right in. Josh is 20. I hope I really, really, really hope that they keep both of them.
0: I, I think they'll they'll, well, they'll definitely keep one, and I think they'll probably go melting, but mm-hmm. they'll probably end up keeping both. They'll probably this will be the exact same team.
1: Uh, it's not. Gonna it won't be, be the exact. Be the exact but yeah, J- Jonte Porter is a sign, and that's just a uh, you know, hey, it's cheap. And when he was healthy, he was projected to be a lottery pick. This is a Kleinman move. And I'm on board with it. If it pans out, Let's see what it does. Great. If it doesn't pan out, you didn't really spend a whole lot of money on it. And then you still got Conchar and Uta on the two way contracts. And if I'm not mistaken, at this point in Utah's career, if I read the rule correctly, he can stay on this two way contract. For next year, and then that's it. At that point, you have to make a decision of what are you going to do with Uta. He's shown flashes, man. He really has. There, there was. Uh, I know there was one preseason game. That's what I was about. And to it say may have too. been was, it was it, the first was it last one we year. To, yep. or this year, it
0: was like la- it was the first one we went to last year. It was the first preseason game, and I believe it was against the Hawks.
1: No, was it wasn't not a, Hawks. The one I was talking about was Indiana
0: Pacers. Yeah, I was about to say it's either Hawks or Pacers. Yep. Yeah, I, it was. Yep, it was our first game, and it, yeah.
1: So he and and obviously preseason, you're not playing against the starters, and see, you don't really know. But I, I like you to. I don't know who I'm taking off of the roster in favor, <laughs> you know. It, it's. It's a very very tough call. I would, yeah, I do. You can send Gudrich down the oh, that's road. That's what I was about
0: to say. bye bye, because he doesn't. Oh. Yeah, get get gone. If you've ever uh, listened to our podcast, go listen to one of the first one of our first ones about the first game. I will tell you all about it. It's beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> get him out of here,
1: JV and uh, and Gudrich going it at was, each other. It was
0: great. Yeah, dude so, needed to listen and he didn't.
1: You've got a couple free agents, you got the draft coming up, whenever that is, it's going to happen at some point, all of this will fall back into place, we'll get a better idea of a timeline, and it's just going to be weird, that's, this, the whole, everything, all of this pandemic has just been weird, and... You know, I, I was talking, I was on the uh, Today in Sports Betting, and I went on with Devin earlier earlier in the week, and, and we were kind of talking about it after we finished recording. And, you know, sports are around, man. They, they've been around. They're going to be around. This year is just odd. This doesn't happen ever, honestly. And, Every hundred
0: years or so, there's yeah. one.
1: So it, it's going to be around, and the the guys, the NBA is doing a great job. They're really looking into it, and Adam Silver, he, he made a comment that I thought was great, Um, and, and I don't know, I don't have it word for word right here in front of me, but he was basically saying, listen, if we're going to start this season back up and one positive COVID test is going to shut us down again, then we need to not play it at all. So working out the logistics after that, that's where it gets fun. Joe Ingles has said, you know, he is definitely against them restarting the season. Said if they restart the season, he's going to take his family home and may never play another game in the NBA ever again. It's, I can see both sides of the fence, right? The owners are going to want to try to finish the season because of the revenue and the effect that that's going to have on the cap next year. The players are going to want to try and some of the players are going to want to try and finish it out because of payroll there. There is ups and downs to each side of it and you can make it, super black and white and be like, oh, well, it's a a life and death thing. Is it, you know, if you're careful, if they're doing it in one location and it's controlled, there's a lot of smart people making these decisions. I wouldn't want to be the one making the call. I wouldn't want to be the one that decides, okay, this is what we're doing. But they've got guys that are in there that are going to Overall, make the right decision. We just got to wait on it. So, that's it. I've got nothing else for today. Sam, you got anything else, man?
0: Grizzlies in free agency. They signed Danilo Gallinari. Boom. Let's go.
1: No, that's never going to happen. He's going to...
0: He'll probably stay where he is.
1: He doesn't fit the
0: the time window. No, he doesn't. Though, he really. doesn't, but no, I just, I just I don't, like, I Gallinari. like Gallinari. I like Gallinari. I like him, but... Yeah. I mean happen. that that's
1: a guy that that's a shooter for sure but
0: he, but no he's he's too old.
1: I don't I don't know that they make a splash in free agency this year man. I really don't. I I think
0: that Anthony Davis shocker yeah. of the world. Yeah.
1: <laughs> okay. <laughs>
0: Dude, you heard it here first, yeah. ladies and gentlemen. Anthony Davis, I'm not Memphis n- Grizzlies. Nah, there's no way.
1: Memphis dude. AD. He left the small market team <laughs> because he didn't want to be in a small
0: market. Well, he has changed his mind. Oh, he wants to go back to. He a small wants market. to go back to small market so he can be the stud. They
1: don't have the cap space for that dude. So anyway, he I'm not, he's not take, even.
0: He's a, taking a price cut. He's I'm, taking, he's I'm, taking I'm a not pipe dreaming that kind of stuff, man i They're going to sign Gallinari and Anthony Davis, okay. and Otto Porter,
1: ladies and, and gentlemen, and
0: Andre Drummond.
1: It is a holiday weekend, and Sam has showed up to my house intoxicated to record a podcast. <laughs> I, I <believe> apologize. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, uh, thanks for listening. Geez. We will be back. Um, I'm trying to set up a podcast with Lyle from the uh, Hootball Pelicans. Uh, podcast where we're trying to get together to record a show and talk about the, uh, the job versus Zion rookie of the year stuff. So that, that will be coming pretty soon. We'll see. We'll, we'll get that one out and we're going to try and get, get you something well, at least once a week moving forward. Uh, you know, and when, when we get as the talks move on from here, we're probably going to have more information. We'll have more stuff to cover, cover, there may be some more spitballing type stuff because honestly, they just, there's just not much news. There's not a whole lot. You know, if, if you want to hear about COVID you can go to any other news station, anything, and you can hear about it. I'm not going to sit on here and I'm preach about to that. say, crap. just get on I'm YouTube
0: like, and yeah, it's like I'm, the first 15 videos that pop up on mine. Yeah. So
1: that's it. Thanks for listening. That's all we got for th- today. You can find me on Twitter at D will this show is at Hootball Grizz. Sam is
0: it is Sammy B eleven eighteen capital S lowercase A M N Y capital B one 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 eight.
1: Thanks for listening. Until next time, go Grizz, go Grizz,
0: Jaeger. This has been a hoop presentation.